Welcome to the opportunity for a personal spiritual growth experience with the Sue Curran Podcast, a podcast all about leading you into understanding the ways and heart of God. Pastor Sue shares from her decades of experience as a founding pastor, author, teacher, and world missionary. The goal is that you receive practical spiritual insights that you can apply to your life at home, church, and place of business. And now, your host, Dr. Sue Curran. Uh, to the podcast listeners, I want to say that uh, we're introducing today Heidi Baker, who really needs no introduction, but I've known Heidi for a number of years. I've worked with her a couple of different times in Mozambique, and everything you hear about the wonderful things are happening there are true, except they're better than what you heard. <laughs> and when I was there, I was absolutely blown away it was it was authenticity on steroids if people ever want to see how the early christians were working you have a great example there as i'm sure you are aware the last time that we talked together heidi uh there was tremendous distress about the weather the storm are you doing better we're definitely um having the situation with radical insurgents and the um, countries uh, on emergency with COVID, but we're strong in Jesus. Well, I know you are, and you have a lot of people praying for you. And Heidi, uh, today, you know, our folks that might not have met you before uh, wouldn't be aware that you ministered first in Indonesia and Hong Kong, London, and then to Mozambique, I think it was in 1995. Is that correct? That's right. 25 years in oh. August. Oh, and just so amazing how you tell about caring for the last figure I heard was over 7,000 children. And I know that now you're in several countries, aren't you? Yes, we're in um, 36 nations, and I think it's 75 bases oh. so we're all over the world now but Roland and I have um, stayed with our calling here in Mozambique and we live here in the midst of even in the midst of the crisis and we're super blessed to be here Roland's just gonna say hi before he oh. goes up hi how are you guys hi, hi Roland are things going well with you yeah, we're having a fun time here. <laughs> I'm sure. I wish you could be here with us. I wish I could do Enjoying our I? vacation. I know, I know. Well, when I Enough was there, so. it was not exactly like a vacation, but it was wonderful anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, well we, we try. <laughs> we, it's we it's to, a joy. We, we have to keep laughing, you know. I know you do. I think I read that you once said we quit every day, and then we start That's over right. again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks we, that we you quit the whole ministry every three days. I don't blame you. It's the only way you can survive. You have to have something to look yeah, forward yeah. to, like quitting, right? And yeah, one yeah. thing, one thing awesome, we're celebrating 40 years of marriage this this May. Wow. So that's um, a super awesome milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we made it. Learned a couple things. <laughs> we learned a few things. Oh. And we're loving nice. Jesus. Through through all the storms and all the trials, we're just loving him and yeah. So Roland wanted to say hi before 
before I keep sharing no. here. Listen, I heard Roland uh, speaking at Bill Johnson's church about his healing. Everybody should hear that testimony. It's so wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, he I had think, a major healing. I think, I think miracles are very useful. Especially <laughs> when you need one. <laughs> yes, especially when, I, yeah. especially when you need a brain. Oh, I know it. Yeah, the man said, of all the things I've lost, I miss my brain the most. <laughs> there you well, go. as we get older, we our memory isn't in every area exactly what we wanted it to be. I know that it's been a long, very difficult journey. I remember you're telling in your book once about how you cried and and said, God, if this is how you treat your kids, I can't live this way and all of that. And I know that you've been to what many of us would call the breaking point, but the grace of God keeps getting you through every situation. And that's greatly to be admired. There's one particular area that I would like very much for us to look at today. And everybody would like to know what is the key in missions. If I go out and I really am wanting to, to uh, win people to the Lord and I want to get a breakthrough there, and I remember your marvelous statement, which was really a revelation to me when I read it, that all fruit bearing comes through intimacy. And that's right. You know, I would say that I knew that, but I really didn't know it. And, and I didn't realize that there's not any other way, is there? No, that's it. It's just being connected to Jesus Every bit of our fruit comes from him. And if you look at it, I love this scripture and just want to read a little bit of it and then discuss it a little bit. It's John 15. Yes. John 15. I am a true sprouting vine and the father who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitful branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. The words I have spoken over you have already cleansed you. So you must remain in life union with me for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. I am sending the sprouting vine and you're my branches. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. So. It's so clear. This is the Passion Translation, which I love. I read um, so many translations, but right now I've just been really enjoying the, the Passion Translation. And it's just so clear. With Him, all things are possible. Connected to Jesus, all things are possible. And fruit it's not like you even strive for it. Just as you're in his glory and in his presence, connected to Jesus, then fruit happens. And yeah, that's, that's where it is in missions, whether you're in 
uh, local missions or foreign missions. It's all intimacy with Jesus. And so this has everything to do with your relationship because a lot of people don't even know that they can actually have a relationship with Jesus, right? Yeah. Many people have never ever met him or maybe they went to church when they were little or even in their later years, but they don't know that they can actually be his friend. Jesus wants to be your friend. And when you're connected to him, he says, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. And that's the most glorious thing to be so close to him that you have a friendship and you can literally um, hear him, maybe not audibly. I think I've only heard the Lord two, three times in my whole life, uh, which I would call an external audible voice. But every day it's, it's an eternal internal kind of um, sensing what the Lord is saying to me. And everybody on the planet, if you would just reach out to the Father and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will be able to sense the spirit of the living God. And you will be able to sense what Jesus is saying to you. And he always speaks to you through his word. So some people I think out there say, well, I never heard the Lord. I've never, I don't know how to hear him. But if you would just read the word and especially spend time in the New Testament as you're looking for the Lord to speak to you, you are going to hear him on a daily basis through his word. And then he'll speak to you in your heart and you're going to hear him. He says, my sheep hear my voice. So we can hear him. And you learn to recognize his voice. And uh, I, heard you, <clears throat> I heard you talking about some people are concerned about finding the will of God and knowing what to do next. But in this particular thing, you said, I find that if I really feel this is the way God wants me to go. I just take those steps and Jesus is behind me, pushing me and blessing the things that I do. I thought that was a relief to see it that way. Yeah, it is because sometimes you're not sure. You're not exactly positive. Mm -hmm. But if you live in the word and you read the word every day and you meditate on the word of God and you spend time in the presence of the Lord, then you're you're going to be thinking the thoughts that he puts inside of your heart. And I think the huge key, um, Pastor Sue, is staying in the word of God. It's, it's being in the word of God every day. And I don't just read the word of God. I also listen to the word of God. So I have the audio Bible um, playing, even as I'm washing dishes or um, in between my meetings, I'm listening to the word of God and that's keeping me in the presence of the Lord. And so I don't go off track because I'm staying in the word of God, which is continuously speaking the truth to my spirit. And then out of that place of intimacy with Jesus, then I go about the day as he leads me.
I remember when you were telling about how the Lord revealed this to you, <clears throat> that he told you if you would spend the morning with him, then uh, he would give you the fruit as you went forward. And you found that you had so much more fruit if you spent considerably more time with him that morning. Absolutely. Um, and that is my biggest challenge. So don't be deceived to think that's going to be easy. You really, really have to set that time aside. And either you get up earlier or you push your meetings back. But either way, if you would have that time with Jesus in the secret place. So I, I have this thing in my heart, like I need to turn, I have two telephones, two cell phones, one with my Mozambican number, one with my WhatsApp number that's international. And when I wake up, I need to just consciously turn those phones over and go into the presence with the Lord and just worship him. Um, I go, I go downstairs and I just start worshiping the Lord, getting into his presence, into the word before I start the rest of the day. And that is just critical. And I'm telling you, it's not easy, especially when you're living in a war zone, um, a crazy situation with um, whatever for us radical insurgents trying to take over our province um, every day, like we get the notices, how many people died, how many villages they burned. There is a temptation in my heart to go straight to find out how, what village got burned. I mean, we're always grateful when we wake up in the morning, we're still alive because we don't know what's going on. It's a serious situation. At the same time, I have to say, okay, Jesus, I want to give you um, this this morning. I want to give you this before I deal with all the crises of the day. And so whether you're dealing with um, COVID-19 in America or radical insurgents and COVID-19 and foods insecurity in Mozambique, whatever you do, just come to the Lord. Just be with him. Give him that Give him those, those, that hour, that, those two hours, whatever it is in the morning, just give it to him, worship him. And I promise you that you will see more fruit in the rest of the day than if you just rushed in to the, the, the deals, the, the problems of the day. I wonder uh, if we know what, a deep revelation that is Heidi, because for years there have been all the books written on the approaches and all of the plans, you know, and, and all of the organizations, everything that's involved when all the time the Lord's just wanting to draw us to himself first in that intimate relationship. And, you know, after that, in, in that relationship, after we conceive what that picture, I remember you're saying once, he said, I want you to go get my Makua bride. Uh, then after that period of time, then you go through what's involved with that period of gestation, with that thing that's being birthed. 
uh, inconvenience and stretching. And, and yet that's a key, isn't it? If we're going to really bear fruit, we have to stay with that fruit and cover it in prayer and believe God to see it come to pass. That's right. Um, we've been going after the Makua Bride for the last 18 years, and now we've seen hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Makua. Um, I, I mean, you'll have to look at the stats probably when we're in heaven, but um, I'd say close to a Makua Bride of a million have come to the Lord now. and. Um, that's over the last 18 years. And we literally went day and night every week when I was traveling, there were still three teams a week going. So I was used to travel a third of my life before this whole shutdown came. Now I'm just a hundred percent at home in Mozambique, um, pursuing the Makua bride, the Makandi bride, the Mwani bride. But I'm telling you, for the last 18 years, every week, we would go out. Teams of three teams went out. Can you imagine? Not knowing that there would be radical insurgents, people who were trying to take over our province. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm just going to be brave. Trying to bring Sharia law to our province. And God himself spoke to us that the time was, was so important that we were to go out every week, three groups of us, to every single village in all of Cabo Delgado. And people said, why are you going so much to Cabo Delgado? Why don't you care about the rest of the provinces? Why and I would go a third of my life to the rest of the world. But all these people, every week, we would go to the Makua Bride. And people were confused by it. But now we know why. Because now we're in a situation where no, nobody can go out with the Jesus film. Nobody can sleep in the villages. Nobody can go out. None of us can go out and share the gospel um, to another village. We're in curfew. We can only meet with 10 people at a time. We can only be in our small um, groups of 10. But because we heard the Lord in the place of intimacy for the last 18 years, we've been reaching the Makua Bride. And now there is a Christian witness in every single province Every village that's been burned to the ground, every village that's been persecuted, even the villages that where there's been massacres, there are Christian lovers of Jesus in every single village. So you cannot stop the gospel from going forth. If we hadn't lived in that intimate place with Jesus, we, we could have maybe just gone in every other direction. But because we heard him, we knew that we had to concentrate on the Makua bride. And, and because of that, we know that every single village has somebody, has a group of believers that can share with the rest of the village. So 
That, that is true. I think that we're is tremendous. Living, yeah, we're living in it in in a true life situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that because you, those believers are there, they are established, and they have that strength. They, I know that there have been situations where you've even had your some of your people have been hurt or even murdered. Really difficult, difficult times. And yet the truth will stand and you have established that uh, through, through the years, God knew just exactly how long it was going to take and what would be involved. And even through that, you, you and Roland both have experienced uh, grave illnesses and God has supernaturally healed both of you more than once, right? Absolutely. Wow. This has been a fantastic conversation so far. Thank you so much for listening to the first part of my conversation with my special guests. Tune in to episode two to hear the rest of our conversation. You've been listening to the Sue Curran Podcast. Join us next time as Dr. Curran shares more insights through interviews and teachings geared to help you grow in your relationship with the true and living God and function in a more productive and powerful way.